0: Welcome back for another episode of Lead with Purpose Podcast with me, Shishing Young, where we talk about purpose, marketing mindset, and how to launch, grow and scale a purpose-driven business. In today's episode, we're going to be talking to Dan Mather. Dan is the founder of JK Security. And just a few years ago Dan lost a lot of money um, while he was being let down by his business partner and he ended up in over a hundred thousand pounds of debt and within just a few years um, he managed to rebuild himself and his business and not only did he become debt-free he also managed to build this business to become a seven-figure business so today we're going to be talking about how to handle adversities in our lives and also in our businesses to not just survive but to thrive and how important our mindset is to how we are going to handle these adversities. So welcome, Dan. I'm looking forward to talking to you about this. I'm going to dive right in here. Could you just start with... um, Telling us a little bit about your journey in life, how did you get? To, I ask all of my guests this question: How did it get from where they were to where they are now? Because I find that really exciting to hear what people's journeys are.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I never ever expected to be where I am today. It's um, it, it's just life, life sort of set out its own. Its own pathway for me, I think. So, I started. I came out of university, um, got into a a job uh, in the fire and security industry. uh, Started as a junior engineer. Um, That's that's really that's all I thought it was going to be for me. Um, Mm -hmm. I just I just carried on doing what I did. Um, Worked with senior engineers. They were showing me the ropes, and I never felt that I was very good as an engineer. I always felt like I was faking it uh, until one one day I had a bit of a fallout with the service manager because I didn't agree with what she was doing, and on the same day, a shopping center manager said to me, "Why do I have to deal with that person? Why can't I just deal with you?" And I thought, "Ooh, okay, maybe that's where I need to be." I don't feel like I'm a very good engineer, so. Maybe I need to be the service manager. So I fought for years to get to that position. And then I did. And then I wasn't happy. I wanted to be the operations manager. So I went for that and I got it. And then I wasn't happy. I wanted to have part of the company. And at the time I was offered the, the managing director at the time wanted to retire to France and um, I knew that at some point the company could have come to me in one way, shape or form. I was offered an in, I bought 40% of the company, became the operations director and I was quite happy with that for a period of time. Uh, Unfortunately, it didn't work out too well as he was a a bit of a a horrible person. Uh, I was used as his patsy, he was not paying suppliers, not paying staff. And we, we ended up with high court enforcement knocking on the door uh, on a daily basis. And it was it was a horrible, horrible position. We had all the stuff, all the staff coming to me. But luckily I I helped the staff out. I, I helped them try and get the money back. I helped the suppliers. I helped the car leasing company track down where the vehicles were uh, but I realized this is not sustainable and whilst I'm the operations director, I, I can't I'm just getting battered every single day. So mm-hmm. Thought, so what do I do? I can't go and work for somebody else. At this point, because of the situation, I'm about 100000 pounds in debt. Um what do I do? So I thought, well, let's go and set up my own business. Mm. So I started JKE, fire and security. Thankfully, some of the customers knew that I was I was okay. I, I knew what I was doing. And they they came, they came with me for the ride. Uh, it was a very good friend of mine, helped me into a, a hospi- large hospital trust, uh, shopping centres. Um, so I had some decent clients from the start and within three years uh, I managed to pay off all my all my debts and um, and here I am today and I've built up to a seven-figure business. From- it's amazing.
0: So would you say that you are somewhat of a sort of accidental Entrepreneur. It sounds like you, you didn't not plan to become an entrepreneur or business owner, and you kind of went through that journey, and then you ended up where you are now. Or do you think that you had it in you, but you didn't realize? How do you feel about that?
1: Yeah, hundred percent. I've um, I've I've always had it in me. Right. I didn't realize. You're absolutely right about the accidental entrepreneur, and it's funny because what I did was during. During the really bad times, I started working on my mindset quite a lot. Mm-hmm. And one of the first books that I read was The Accidental Entrepreneur. Oh. <laughs> because a lady, I can't remember her name now, in, in Australia set up one of these fruit boost shops. And so it's, it's quite, yeah, it's quite quite funny that. Uh, but yeah, I did I... not know
0: that, actually, listeners. You know, I, did, yeah. I, I did not have that inside info. I didn't know. <laughs>
1: It was uh, Duncan Bannatine was the first one. Uh, and then The Accidental Entrepreneur. Then I, I left, set up on my own. And one of the first things I, I did as soon as I could was get myself a business coach. Uh, carried on reading books or listening to aud- audible books. I got myself a business coach. Uh, the business coach took me down the road of Grant Cardone. Grant mm-hmm. Cardone is a, an absolute beast when it comes to it, it just gives you a kick up the backside 10 X yeah. you know, massive action. And that's what, that's what I did. I went to see him live and, and that's, that's all I've done really since is just try and take the massive action because mm. I know that if you don't, then things start falling down. You just have to keep, you have to keep pushing forward, pushing forward, pushing forward every single day.
0: So can I just go back a little bit you know the moment when you realized that you needed to do something because that that was quite a big step to to know that you are in debt and you've got this business you're director of this business has got all this debt behind it well around it <laughs> and then you decided then to launch a new business what how did that feel was that a bit scary for you or was that just kind of a natural reaction for you?
1: Um, no, it was it was it was quite scary uh, because I still didn't think I had it in me, so to speak. Yeah. But one of my my greatest strength and my greatest weakness at the same time is I always see the future, what the future mm-hmm. looks like. I future pace everything, and sometimes, uh, most of the time, when I future pace, it's unrealistic. Right. But it gives you the drive. If you do it with purpose, it gives you the drive. It gives you the vision. Mm -hmm. And as long as you surround yourself with the right people who back you 100%, I've had even my own dad said to me, he was was a massive, massive advocate of me setting up on my own and going out there in the big wide world. But once I'd reached a point where I was okay, he actually turned around to me and said, when you were telling me, I didn't know whether you could do it. Yeah. (laughs) But they gave me the support and that's all you need is people. You need people cheering you on. You need to surround yourself with people saying, you can do this. You can do this. Um, Is this
0: something that came from your upbringing or where do you think that came from? Because a lot of people struggle with that kind of inner strength and belief in themselves and also have that future vision. Because I talk to a lot of people and they actually, they can't see that. Compelling future, or that future vision that you talk about for themselves with the business, allowing them their own insecurities to, you know, preventing them from taking a scary step like launching a new business. So where did that come from for you? Do you think? I mean, it didn't just appear one day. I'm sure.
1: No, no, no and I've I've been able to go back and join the dots um, over the past uh, past couple of years. Mm to where it actually did start but just quickly just touching on what you just said Mm. I believe you know when these statistics come out to say 90% of businesses fail within the first 12 months yeah I think it's for that reason it's not because of lack of business it's because the people don't know what they're getting themselves into and they think it's going to be easy and they've usually got a plan b which is the safe option so I just wanted to say that after you, yeah. what you touched on. But for for myself, if I can, I mean, if I go back to when I was 14 years old, I went on, I signed up for the French exchange at school. I didn't speak the language very well. Uh, the The family I stayed with didn't speak English. Um, and I found myself with this family for two weeks. And I was thinking, what, what am I doing? <laughs> I've just... I just signed up to something, which I don't know. I've never been to the country. I've never been abroad at this point. Uh, I don't really speak the language. I wasn't really the most social person. There's a joke in my family that I got sent out to play. I didn't get <laughs> grounded. I got sent out to play because I was always at home anyway.
0: I've got so a son like that.
1: <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why I did it. To this day, I don't know why I did it.
0: So it wasn't a school thing or anything. You just decided, actually, I'm just going to push myself beyond my own boundaries and I'm going to go.
1: Yeah. yeah. So going back, joining the dots, maybe that's just the way I've always been. Mm-hmm. And that's the way I am now. So, and I just keep, I just, I just enjoy a challenge.
0: Yeah. Or maybe that experience kind of gave you so much com- or more confidence in doing similar sort of things later on you know once you've made a big step in pushing yourself beyond your own boundaries maybe it gives you more confidence as well to do other things
1: yeah absolutely absolutely
0: maybe. so you yeah so you've talk- also got
1: a bit of a p- addictive personality um okay. so for example if it, i embrace a challenge so you tell me i can't do something i'll go and do it if i for example. If if I smoked, which I used to, it's not just I can't just have one or two. I have to have the whole pack, and I'm not satisfied until it, the pack is finished. So, but it's the same with business. I'm not happy yeah. with just being small. I want to get bigger, and I've got to plan for growth as well. Which the past couple of weeks, I've, I have that's that's where we've been doing. We've been planning on doubling in size in the next next twelve months. Wow!
0: So, so where does that where where when does it end? It, not not when does it end? You, you when when you have that kind of personality, I interviewed someone very similar last week and he was saying he's actually, I think, um a billionaire. And his vision, he's always pushing himself every day and to better, to better in, in everything, just you know, physically, business, everything. He needs just to get better all the time. And my question to him was a bit like, but where does it go? Where does it end? How do we just keep pushing ourselves? How do you feel like, wh- wh- where is it all going to go? Are you just going to keep pushing yourself until you've got no more to push? Or do you think that you, you're you just going to keep pushing no matter what?
1: I can't see a time that I'll never push. Yeah. Um. Do I want to keep doing what I'm doing now? No. Okay. I, I want to try and remove myself out of the business, which is, you know, we're trying to build to sell right now. Mm-hmm. We might not sell, but it, it gives me the options. It means that I'm removed from the business. Uh, and I've got people, other people in place, a good team around me that can take it to the next level. So, but it will enable me to go and do other, other projects, um, set up other businesses and uh, investments.
0: And do all over again.
1: And do it all over again. <laughs> so <I love> that. <laughs> one thing I'd like to do is I'd like to, because of the what we spoke about, about ninety percent of businesses failing, and it's down to people's mindsets. It's people don't know what they're getting into. I'd like to hold people's hand. So if they've got a concept for a business, I can take them from a concept to a scale up business, a six figure business, in a relatively short space of time, depending on the industry. Okay. Um, it's nuts and bolts of business is the same. Yeah. So why not help other people do it? Because in this day and age, when we're all getting screwed left, right, and centre by the government and taxes and inflation, etc., you've got to you've got to look after your own economy. Yeah. You've got to be that person that's in charge of your own growth and your family's growth and your family's sustainability. So why not use what I've done and help other people do the same
0: okay so let's let's talk a little bit about that then we um I'd like to talk a little bit about sort of mindset with you first of all because you mentioned a few times it's that kind of mindset piece that has pushed you forward and also helped you in facing adversity I'm sure in life and like in your daily life and also in your business so what do you think is the most important sort of mindset piece that we should have as entrepreneurs when we're facing adversity do you have any strategies that um that we can use to face adversity so that it doesn't stop us from doing the thing that we believe in
1: 100 percent. mine is the point of power so the point of power is a concept where you imagine a, a point or a line on a piece of paper if you write below that blame excuse denial that is to me a victim mentality that's something that's going to hold you back no matter what walk of life that you're in whereas if you're above the point of power it's ownership accountability and responsibility now i learned this early on um, in jke and i believe that that single-handedly has helped me push through any any barriers that have come across because I don't live in a victim mentality I don't Mm -hmm. live in a world of blame excuse denial if something happens to us usually it's happened because of us if we receive a complaint from a customer which doesn't Mm -hmm. really happen very often but what can we do as a lesson learned to make sure it doesn't happen again Mm -hmm. if the engineer hasn't got a piece of kit what can we do to make sure that that doesn't happen again so no matter what happens, so one of the engineers says, because we get we get a bit of grief off of one of our customers, um, unfairly, and the engineer says regularly, I don't know how you put up with this. I'd have gone mad at this. I says, What's the point? Hmm. Ownership, accountability, responsibility. Just take it on the chin, take it on board, and grow with it
0: yeah that's actually a really good lesson you know not just in business but in life right we just have to take responsibility for everything that we do and is this something that you teach your team as well do they have that same belief in their work or do you take all of the responsibility and ownership and accountability and they are more because most people don't have that mindset and um, that them you know a lot of people are still in that kind of victim mode Um yes. So so do you train your, your staff to also um, have that same mindset?
1: I try. <laughs> but as you n- know too well, you've got to respect other people's model of the world.
0: <laughs> yes, yes,
1: yes. Um, but I do try and mm-hmm. I do succeed 90% of the time. So my brother is my senior engineer. Mm-hmm. And when he started me, he very much lived in a below the point of power. And everything that was woe is me, why has it happened to me? Why is this? Why is that? Now he is, he takes full ownership, accountability, responsibility of, of everything. And he, it really helps me out. And yes. it'll, it'll bring me up with solutions, not problems. Um, so yeah, it, I've I've tried to I've tried to train the team that way. Mm. same as the kids i do it same with the kids because what happens in business happens in real life it's just an extension of each other
0: yeah i love this i mean i want to have a poster in my house with this and have the point of power there and, and then just point to it every time they're blaming somebody or something and
1: yes so, wow. absolutely absolutely
0: that's really powerful i think really really powerful so can i just go back to like you know that moment when you um when everything was failing in your previous business. Yes. Were you thinking the same back then that you were actually taking responsibility and ownership and accountability for what happened at that point? Or is this something that you've developed or you know, since then?
1: No, it's funny you should say that actually, because I've always had that mentality. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize it at the time. And it's only when I learnt that sort of strategy that i thought i've I've always had that to a point this has just escalated it for example there was a a certain contract that we had at the previous company and it was it was it was sort of ring fenced and we had six engineers um, on it and they all got laid off on the same day by email got told to return the vans it was on payday. Said that they weren't going to get paid, and that was really bad. This mm. is people's lives that you, you know, you, you're messing with. And there's me as operations director. They knew that it wasn't my fault. They knew that it was the other person. And I went to them. I was I lent them money to help them out. Ownership accountability. I, I knew. I was director of the company.
0: Mm.
1: Things were outside of my control, yet I still owned the situation. I still felt responsible for these people that we employed. And it came to the point that they were going to take, take us to court to get the money. And they came to me first and they said, we don't want you involved. Do you want to join us? Because he owes you money as well come and join us Mm. I said I really really appreciate that I says but I can't I says at the end of the day I'm a director of the company I'm as liable as he is regardless of Mm. whose fault it is um I I say yeah I just just took responsibility for it Mm.
0: so what happened in the end um did they go through with the filing or
1: no it it all got sorted beforehand Mm. thankfully yeah yeah exactly but I, I threw myself to the lions because, you know, rightly or wrongly, maybe I should have thought, I didn't have any fight in me. Yeah. All I could do was have the, the right mindset, the right approach. Yeah. Me through.
0: That's amazing. That, and I think it's a really powerful way to live your life as well, because then it empowers you in, in you know, in a very strong way, right? So anything that, you, any kind of adversity that you face if you have that mindset you're going to overcome yes you're not going to put yourself in a situation when you're just blaming others and not do anything well I like that you you really taught me something there today Dan thanks for that (laughs) Um, the next thing that I would like to ask you about um is that um so the podcast is called lead with purpose purpose for me is really really important it's the driving piece to a lot of the things that we do what is your purpose? Um, because sometimes I I, I I kind of interview purpose-driven entrepreneurs, but now your your business is in fire and security, so I can't see the strong link with purpose and your business directly. So, what is your personal purpose, or or does your business relate to a, a purpose of some sort as well?
1: No. So, there's two really two two avenues on this one. Mm-hmm. Firstly, I, personally, it's My purpose is my values. Uh, I need to to be the provider. I have to provide for my family, Mm -hmm. for my children. I have to make sure that at least the fridge is full for the rest of their life. Mm -hmm. they don't have to worry. Uh, I've just taken my son on as an apprentice as well. He's doing his GCSEs this year, and he's joining me as an apprentice. Uh, I employ my brother. I employ my mum. So not just you know, my kids, I can do it to the wider family. I can help a wider Mm -hmm. family. So that means a lot to me as long as we're all okay. Yes, I want to be filthy rich at the same time.
0: Yeah. Goes without saying.
1: Goes without saying. As long as as we're secure Mm. for the rest of our life, then it's job done. That's my purpose in life. Secondly is... I want to give back. I want to help, and I'm just working with a a charity that means so much to me. Thankfully, I've never had to experience what the charity does. Mm. Uh, It's it's making memories for families that don't have long left, and unfortunately, it's the children that haven't got long left. Mm. So last Sunday, I did. um, I trained hard for a dog for the Derby 10K, and I did a video at the end of it and. I didn't. I went live on Facebook, but it was it was with emotion because I just finished this ten k. I'd raised about five hundred pounds for the charity in two weeks. I've trained like a dog for it because it's not something I was comfortable doing ten k. Mm. Uh, so I, you know, I got a personal best. that I did it in less than an hour. And this Facebook live, when I went back and listened to it, one thing I said was people with purpose win the day Mm. and I didn't realize what I was saying at the time like I say it came from from the heart and uh, so yeah that's what I want to do that's what I was running for I was running for these kids for the families of the kids I was Mm. running with purpose and that's what I'd like to do is I'd like to give back I'd like to support the charity more I'd like to support other charities um, and just help people that really really need the help and if I'm in a position to fantastic
0: yeah and I guess it,
1: it, so I've you, got to make sure I'm good first I've got to make sure that my purpose then enables me to help other people
0: well it's it's a uh, gas mask on first right
1: absolutely 100%. You've got to look
0: after yourself and your family and then next so what's the name of this charity would you like to share that with us
1: yep it's the me and d charity
0: me and and d as in d
1: E d, oh, me and the squiggly and yeah d double e
0: oh d w yeah that's what i thought it yeah. was i wasn't sure okay well we'll we'll make sure to have a look at that so um right before we go is there anything else you would like to share with someone who's really struggling to either find that purpose or that they're struggling in overcoming adversities in their lives when they're really struggling to see any sort of brightness when they're really struggling what would be your advice to them if they're really struggling in their business or their life what would what would Dan say to them to help them overcome
1: people have got to want to be helped first so what I'd say firstly is you've got to want change you've got to want to be helped Mm. if you if you don't, it's a very, very difficult to, to, to crack anybody. I've tried, I've tried mm. hard, so hard on some people. Some people just don't want to be helped. They live so far below the point of power. Uh, and it's heartbreaking.
0: Yeah.
1: But if they are willing, they've got to be coachable.
0: Mm.
1: They've got to be teachable. Yeah. They've got to be willing to accept uh, change. And it doesn't have to, it doesn't have to be a big change. It's a change up here. It's a change in mindset. It's a, it's shifting to above the point of power, ownership, accountability, responsibility. Take life by its horns, and really go find your purpose. What keeps you? What? What be the one thing that keeps you awake for the rest of your life if you don't achieve it?
0: Hmm.
1: Mine is not being able to put food in the fridge for my children for the rest of their life. Hmm. That's what would keep me awake for the rest of my life because. For for me, that would be classed as a failure. Mm. So what would be the one thing that would keep them awake for the rest of their life if they didn't achieve it? And let's make sure that we can go and achieve it. Mm. And then by
0: staying on top of your
1: point of power. That's it, 100%. And it will just shift the mindset from below to above the point of power and then massive action. As Grant says, there's uh, there's, there's, there's four levels of action there's retreat, there's, I can't remember what they are now. Retreat, regular amount, no action, and then massive action.
0: Mm.
1: Massive action is the only one that will get you further down the line.
0: Yeah, because you can just get, I guess, comfortable with taking normal action. Ah, yeah. uh, like that's long- it, yeah, don't be
1: comfortable. Yeah, don't, don't be, be comfortable.
0: comfortable. <laughs> don't be comfortable. <laughs>
1: People that say, yeah, I'm comfortable where I am. I'm thinking, okay, (laughs) you're just at risk. You're at risk. You're at risk of inflation. You're at risk of taxes going up. You're at risk of, you know, unemployment going up. Because people that are employed are relying on people like me as an employer. Yeah. What happens when times get hard for me?
0: Yeah.
1: I'd have to let people go. So they're at risk. So they've got to be able to stand on their own two feet. manage your own economy
0: massive action and point of power very very powerful thank you so much for sharing that so now if we want to work with you Dan um do you still are you coaching at the moment I'm not
1: that's I I will help businesses yes that that want it Uh, it's not a business of mine as of yet but Mm -hmm. I'm happy to speak to people great um once I've been able to get out of the business that I'm in now uh, and make sure that runs for itself. It is something that I will be looking at going forward.
0: Brilliant. So in the meanwhile, if anybody needs some fire and security stuff, yes. <laughs> contact Dan. And I'm sure, how do we uh, get in touch with you, Dan, on social media? Where are you?
1: I am all over social media. I've got a link tree, which I can share with you after.
0: Okay. I'll put it into the show notes.
1: Yeah. I've got uh, yeah, so you just find JKE Security on mm-hmm. every social media channel, even TikTok. <laughs> um, I've got a personal TikTok as well, Dan Mather Official, and then I've got the website jkesecurity.co.uk.
0: Brilliant! Thank you so much for sharing your little nuggets. And actually, I, I think it's, it's it's so simple, and that's why I love it. It's that's so it. Simple.
1: That's, That's it. it. People overcomplicate everything. And it's, it's simple, simple, yeah. simple, simple.
0: Power of point of power, stay above massive action. That's thank it. It's from Dan. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much <laughs> Dan, for
1: being here. No, thank you for having me. It's been great.
0: See you soon.
1: Nice one. See you later. <laughs>
0: Thanks thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you would like more tips, ideas and thoughts on how to launch, grow and scale a purpose driven business and also hear from other purpose driven entrepreneurs about their journeys, please follow the podcast. And remember, lead with purpose.